you're listening to the Soul Yoga Podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I'm your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth. Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. Good morning or good day, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. I was thinking last night and this morning about an incident that happened at work, the place that I work on Monday, and um, just thought, you know, it would be good to just talk about so um talk about my reaction talk about my my response my my physical my mental emotional response and through an email I felt like I was belittled embarrassed and um put down and I was just had a really busy day. There's been some intense, important deadlines at the beginning of this year that I've had a lot to do, a lot of responsibilities to make it happen. And uh, it was, you know, just the last thing that I wanted to deal with was someone belittling me and I shrunk immediately my reaction was to withdraw to shrink back to assume that I was in fact indeed in the wrong and I apologized immediately by email because so easy to hide behind I just feel like if the belittlement is done in an email I just don't even want to give the person it's the time of day and one of the things with the place of work that I'm at is I've found when I have bumped heads with people that I don't directly work with either they're on a different project or a different department but my role doesn't require that I be amicable with them every single day. 
pretty much just said, screw it. Like, I'm not going to put the energy into, uh, into mending a relationship that doesn't even matter because, because I need to manage my energy, my emotional capacity, my mental capacity, and, you know, if it's not the mountain that I'm willing to die on, then it's just not something that I've, that I've been willing to put energy into, and now I'm wondering, you know, what, where is the line between um, between not amending the relationship, but for standing up for myself, for saying, when you said this, it made me feel this. And I'm trying to think if that's even the best language to put it, because you, I, I would want to go about it in a mature way to not say that the person is a bad person or, you know, whatever other accusatory thing. Put it in a way that I'm taking control of my emotion, but I'm also letting them know, like, the way that they're treating me is not appropriate. It's not acceptable. I don't appreciate it, and I don't like it. And, you know, I think the thing that really stands out for me is, you know, it's not just with these people at work that I have these sort of feelings about, you know, I don't like being treated this way. Um, I would venture to say, you know, I, I do have a very peaceful, harmonious relationship with my family because I don't really talk about things that I know that they don't value. Things that are important to me, not to them, I just don't even focus on. <clears throat> and uh, definitely in marriage with Jonathan or even marriage in general, I would venture to say, like, I don't know if it's just a woman thing, it's just a personality thing, but... You know, how many times uh, as women do we not stand up to our husbands and not stand up in, in terms of, like, they're against us, but just, oh, I don't, you know, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't appreciate that. I, you know, I, I feel that it's inappropriate to, you know, speak to me in that tone or whatever, like... It just baffles my mind, this shrinking, this constricting, you know, it's just so, it's just operating in fear and not enoughness and uh, it just frustrates me so much because that is just something that is such a struggle for me to feel enough and not... not believing the lie of not enoughness, that I need to do more, that I need to be more, that who I am 
right now at this present moment is enough. I always think, well, I just need to learn more or I need to get this training or certificate or I need to be mentored by this woman or take this astrology course or whatever. But, you know, none of that is the answer. The answer is, do I accept myself right now for who I am in this present moment enough? You know, full stop, period. Not, not, I need to be more silent, not, I need to be more present. Just right now, exactly where I am. Can I embrace myself for who I am right now? And I wonder if that has to do with this shrinking, this, this fear reaction um, and, and not being able to stand up for myself to say, I don't appreciate that or, you know, that's not appropriate or I don't like that. I 100% know that. My influence to want to please people, want to have amicable relationships with people, want to stay in harmony with people, and want to avoid confrontation is completely handed down to me and modeled to me by my mom. And that is something that she still is so governed by and now that she's in her mid-60s and 65 to be exact just you know I'm seeing this manifest in her house and it freaking scares me because I see the physical manifestation of an emotional um, boundary. I don't know if that's the right, the right way to say it. Just, you know, living in this construction, um, just never going beyond my response of shrinking back. Um, you know, also includes withholding my voice, which I've been working super hard on in the last year, just speaking up and sharing my thoughts and starting this podcast. There's been a lot that I've worked on in order to speak up more and strengthen my throat chakra. And yet... You know, it just made me so angry that, again, on Monday, I had the exact same response of shrinking back in fear, apologizing, assuming I was in the wrong, not standing up for myself, not saying that I didn't appreciate it. And, you know, it's something that I'm working so hard on, but somewhere there's the line of, you know, this isn't the mountain I'm willing to die on, I'm not going to put energy into um, keeping this relationship healthy, but still standing up for myself. 
maybe it deserves a little, or demands, you know, I think it demands of me that I go back and take the time to say something, particularly in person, because I feel like that has the most punch. I wrote an email on the Monday. I didn't address it. I didn't press send. I just, you know, kind of got my initial thoughts out. And then I just told my boss, I was like, look, like, this is not, this is not okay. And this is the way that I feel every time these people interact with me. And I just want nothing to do with them and nothing with their, nothing to do with their department. And I'm not willing to help out with anything that they need help with. Because I just don't want to interact with them at all. And I think that that's perfectly okay. But, you know, I still feel the need for myself to stand up for myself. And that makes me think of something else recently that has come up. Man, multiple times around presenting myself as a doula or taking doula training or uh, signing a subcontract to work under somebody else's doula business. And it's just been feeling like a hypocrite or feeling guilty about changing my mind. And every single time I come up against this feeling, I... I I don't want to be honest with people. I don't want to tell people about it. I feel like I'm letting people down. Um, you know, all of these things. It's just the same every time, no matter what the situation is. And so with this <coughs> work incident, I feel like um, part of my brain is telling me, well, it's already two days later. You can't, you know, it's too late, whatever. I should probably already forgotten about it and all these other things. And I don't want to speak to her. I don't want to address the situation. You know, all, all of that is coming up against um, if I actually say something to her. And then the more beautiful response is absolutely not. I give myself permission to change my mind. I give myself permission to readdress something. Whatever the time frame it is past the original incident, I give myself permission to readdress the issue and stand up for myself. Oh, I'm feeling so empowered right now. This is like such a great idea for me to talk about out loud. And you really hope someone listening can identify with these feelings of needing to give ourselves permission to change our mind. We're not a hypocrite if we change our mind. If one day we say this, and then the next day we do something else. Because that is the beauty of life. Life moves in this ebb and flow and flux, and it is not static, and it changes all the time. And that is the beautiful thing of being a human, is that we have the ability to change our minds. We have the ability to do something different, go in a different direction, try something, choose to say that we don't like it, and do something else. And it is so easy for me to get stuck and stagnant and 
Um, you know, another example of that is with finances and income. And for so long, I have put my feelings of stability and security in my finances. And it's not innately wrong or morally corrupt. It is perfectly human to feel secure by setting our finances to be secure and planned out and tracked and managed and, you know, not willy-nilly, for example. However, you know, when it comes to a place of being stuck, when that value system is becoming becoming an obstacle is impeding your growth, particularly speaking to myself, impeding my growth, then it's a value system that is no longer serving you. It's no longer serving me. And I remember having this epiphany last year. I think it was in May. And I recorded um, a podcast episode and I just did a bunch of Instagram posts and wrote a blog article about it. And the podcast episode is titled uh, Breakthrough Day. It was the fifth episode that I had recorded. And so far it has the most listens, which I believe is four or five. So, you know, that's like a pretty big step for me. That was like a really impactful episode for people. It's just a really impactful event for me. Whatever it was around the new moon or full moon, it's just such a powerful um, YouTube video that I had listened to and just journal questions that I was looking at and um, some other astrological events happening at the same time. And it was just so powerful for me to be like, holy crap, my stability, my, my feeling of being at home in my body, my feeling of security is actually in the love that I give and receive to my family, my immediate family, my husband Jonathan and my son Forrest. And when I am present, when I am active in that giving and receiving of love with my family, that is when I feel secure. When I feel loved, when I am accepting the love that is given to me, soaking it up, that is when I feel secure. And so, you know, all of this financial hold on me, this feeling that I can't quit my corporate job until I have a secondary secondary source of income, you know, set up, secure, established, then I can't quit my job. And that's what I feel like, but it is not true. And it just was so freeing to to realize that even going back to writing my book, 
or offering doula services or starting an apothecary, which are all things that I have in the forefront of my mind starting this new year. All of those things, you know, it's easy for me to get distracted and say, okay, what am I going to charge? And, you know, is that going to be something that can become stable to be a second income? And um, is it going to support my family? But none of those questions are actually relevant because it doesn't leave the opportunity for the flow of the universe to come in and support us with gifts of money elsewhere or items of exchange or services of exchange. So reestablishing my security in the love that I receive and give to my family has been so freeing releasing the strain and stress of obligation to finance and one of the things that I had thought to share was a kundalini practice that I started doing recently um, years ago I found Meg Sylvester on Instagram I absolutely love everything that she shares. She's so raw. She's so authentic. She, you know, doesn't just share on the things that she's selling tickets for her events. She shares her life, her journey of motherhood, her journey of grief with her father passing two years ago. She had a dog that passed. She had a baby in the time in the last three years that I've been following her and she's just so authentic and she gives herself permission to change her mind like hallelujah what a blessing that is such a great role model to see and you know so valuable to share that information so valuable to share you know feelings of mom guilt but you know reestablishing that she's a great mom and that she can still travel and be a great mom and have mom guilt and, you know, push through it. And pushing through mom guilt is not bad. All of those things have just been so valuable to spark that conversation in my own life. And um, she had set up last year. Yeah, starting like August 2021, I think. So about a year, she did a year worth of um, videos for an online membership, which she called the Lotus Collective. And I have three months right now. Um, I have access to the membership for three months right now. And I'm doing a series called, oh God, I forget, it's like something to do with unblocking yourself or, you know, freeing yourself of obstacles. And she talks about the vagus nerve being the way that you perceive yourself. And so in order to reprogram the way in which you perceive the world around you and 
the way in which you perceive yourself is to work with the vagus nerve. And so there's a series of kundalini poses which um, addresses that and helps you to push past your blocks. This has been a really curious uh, inner discovery for me personally to see and identify what my lies are that I'm telling myself, what things that I'm believing that um, aren't serving me, you know, such as I can't quit my job until I have a second source of income, or I need my husband's approval before I can take action, or, um, well, one that I haven't written down, but, you know, we've talked about this whole time is um, I shrink when I'm belittled. All of these things are my perception. And if I focus on them, if I talk about them, then I'm only going to be perpetrating this cycle of obstacles, of blockages. And if I'm instead replacing that perception of something new and fresh, such as I am a powerful alpha woman, I enjoy making mistakes. I thrive in uh, in standing up for myself, you know, just whatever whatever it is. And so as as I'm doing these Kundalini classes, um, the journal prompt from Meg's online class was to write down the current perceptions. And then directly beside it, replace it with the new identity that we can adopt. The new perception of ourselves, the new truth that we're speaking over ourselves. You know, the manifestation of our future self that we are working to embody right now here in the present and it's been so powerful for me to write those things down as they've come up, giving myself permission to change my mind, um, take action, even if I'm unsure about it, to know that I can trust myself to make the right decision, even if that right decision is a mistake, that I need to go through the mistake in order to figure out what is true for me. Just seeing myself be put into a series of um, just a cycle of inaction because just overly concerned with making mistakes or um, not being successful, just particularly with putting myself out to the world or, you know, launching a book or launching a product like a face emollient or whatever, just feeling like I doubt that I will be seen by the world around me, just already programming that I'll be not successful, that no one will see me, no one will know 
that my services are out there, no one will sign up, all of these things. And that is just self-sabotage and so toxic. And if I want to move forward to my dream life and embody my higher self, those are the blockages that I need to move past and embody my higher self. So I hope somewhere in there, there was something that you resonated with, something that spoke to you. I would love if you would share it with me, message me on Instagram or um, send me an email. I'm sure I have contact information out there somewhere. My email is Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A dot Jane, J-A-Y-N-E, 08 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Have a good day.